The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by AmomentWithMorris.com and BlackBlueprints.com. That's BlackBlueprints with a Z dot com. I am Jermaine Morris here with one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Yes, sir. We are bringing to the Say Something Podcast. Say some, say some, say something. Is where we get together. We talk about everything going on in life in the world out here in these streets. In these cold, cold, cold streets. Yeah. That's right. Bringing you episode number 66. Booyah! 66 for that ass. Some more information to smack you upside your temple with. We're going to be taking this moment in black history. <laughs> I know, black history now. Taking this moment. In it's not February yet. Highlighting black greatness. It's not February yet. Oh, it's, it's Black History 365. You heard that. 365 people understand that. When we highlight our folks, we got to tell our stories, create our narratives, and, and, and speak about our people because we can't leave it up to anybody else. It is important for us to speak our narrative. That's right. And so highlighting this particular woman who was... Oh, a woman time. Uh, was a woman this time. having all the men. Finally. Uh, we, we, Shots out to the queens. Loading them around. If you if ever was the title that you was gonna put the queen, this was the the face of the franchise. Okay. This was posters in folks' bedrooms. This was the the like if you was gonna put a face to an era. During the course of her illustrious career, she was featured in over fifty four movies and appeared in over four, about forty TV shows. Okay. At the height in the era of the black exploitation films oh, that came out man. in the 70s era, she was heralded and, and labeled as the first uh, African American lead uh, of an action movie. Like wow. there was there was strong black women in movies, but they were you know they was kind of second tier. Mm -hmm. She was more so the face. The first time that the leading role of the strong strong sister, like like she that she that one she that guy. And movies like The Birdcage, okay, Coffee, okay, Sheba Baby, okay, most notably hmm. Foxy Brown. Oh damn! A little later on, she got a Golden Globe nomination for her role in the Quentin Tarantino movie Jackie Brown. Yes, man. Uh, a throwback and homage to to the black exploitation era. Uh, multi layered though. Later, as she got on in life, that she was. Uh, she got an honorary doctorate from the University of Maryland and Eastern Shore and Langston University. And she even opened up in her name a community garden and education center to teach organic uh, gardening, health and nutrition. Nice. Uh, taking the, 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 the offside to where she was known as a sex symbol. But a lot of that was derived from some interpersonal searches because there was a story of when she was six where she was uh, raped by two boys mm. while she stayed at her aunt's house unattended. And she kind of, her father in the military moved around a bunch. She kind of found an inner strength. And that strength just bled through onto the screen. And if nothing else, she was a bad mama gem. Shout out one time to Miss Pam Greer. Oh, man. Miss Foxy Brown, <laughs> the original one. She is actually one of the first black icon t-shirts that I made um, and for the blackblueprints.com with a Z. We're going to have some new joints coming out this winter of Miss Pam, a different kind of picture. The funny thing about her, when I put her on, the picture I had, she kind of looked like um, 
a little bit uh what was it what i want to say angela uh what davis the angela davis they thought she was uh similar to the janet jackson um kind of picture that one that she was, you know, I think like naked or something like that. I forget what. Oh, color okay, it was. the the album cover. Yeah, the Janet yeah, album. A, yeah. But not, you know, just there's some similar similarities. But um, I made a lot of money on that. <laughs> I made a lot of money on that T-shirt. She was a bad mamma jamma. She is one of those ones that you will always remember growing up as a kid. I just remember her, and I was just like. Man, you know what I mean? Her vanity, Apollonia, you know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a, oh, there was, uh, we've had some beautiful, beautiful sisters on screen, off screen. I, I mean, I love the black women. Shout out to the black queens that's holding it down, doing their damn thing. There you go. Yeah, another, 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 another soul clap. So, brother, 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 we here at 66, man. How you feeling? We're- Feel pretty good. I mean, we got a lot of good content out there, a lot of good information. If you trying to get caught up, if you're brand new to the podcast, it's your first episode, you can find uh, the podcast on SoundCloud.com as well as on iTunes. It's full titles to Say Something Podcast with Jermaine Morris and Barry Axis. Yeah. You can find it. All our social media platforms, yeah. we hook you up with links, all that, the whole nine. Why is it Jermaine Morris before Barry Axis? That's a nice ring to it. it flows uh, well. Okay, <laughs> it flows better. Yeah, it flows I mean, well. It flows okay. Well. A lot of vowels in Jermaine uh, Morris. I see. It flows well. And, and you know, it's a sonic course, thing. It's auditory. Yeah, I, I guess, whatever. Um, And of course, we are going to be coming out. I'm excited about the t shirts, yo. We're going to give out some t shirts to some of our listeners, some of our supporters, as well as. We're going to actually have a live podcast sometime in November. So I, th- I think we got a date already on that. I joint. believe it's the second weekend of November. Second weekend of November. Second or third weekend of November. Yeah. We'll hit you up. We'll keep you up yeah, to we'll date. It. So there's some exciting things going down. But I am excited about those shirts. Those shirts are dope. It's going to be looking fly to say something podcast. We are branding this podcast. Remember, support black podcast people. We must control our own narrative. Yeah, because I think that that's important to tell our stories and, and our characters, our heroes and heroines. Uh, something that was special about Pam Breer, like I said, she was the face of a, of a movement of an era that, you know, when people thought of when you think about those 70s black quotation films, you're thinking of uh, you think of the shaft. Yep. And right after you think of the shaft, you think of the Foxy Brown. You think of her. You know, and I think about Foxy Brown before Shaft, but you know what I'm saying. I most folks when you say the era, Shaft, Shaft come yeah. to mind. But when, but yes, I, I'm right there with you. And I think that when we have those 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 people that we we hoist up, mm-hmm. and those people that that are the face of the franchise mm-hmm. and the face of an era, and the people that we look up to, those iconic figures that in some ways that maybe we we model ourselves after. You a whole lot of brothers out there had the leather jacket and, and the afro and the sideburns and was getting their shaft on in the era. There's there's a lot of times that we see these people and, and we see them on screen and these become figures that we're like we feel like we know them. Yeah. We feel like like, nah man, I've I've seen it, you know, I've seen that guy, I know that dude. Like like and and we get really attached to characters. But though it's important to to hold our heroes up and tell our stories and our narratives. One thing we also have to do is make sure that we separate the the character from the individual. Character from the individual. I feel like what we do too often is fall in love with the character we see on the screen, the character we may hear on the radio, and then believe that same personality, that same persona is that person. Yes. And I feel like a lot of black people, we invest so much on the persona 
of that person that they show us on TV. Like, let's just say, for instance, um, I'll just use an example as uh, Michael B. Jordan, who's yeah. now playing uh, Creed, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're in love with that. So you see him with his his black uh, girlfriend and then you're like, oh, man, He's you know, Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger and um, Black Panther, this whole pro black guy. And you're like, yo, that's the guy. Then you turn around, you find out he's dating white girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you get disappointed. We must rely on understanding the difference between the character that they play on screen getting paid for and the actual character of who they are. And I think that we're learning a valuable lesson with some of these people. Some people, they they, they are who they are day and night. Right. Yeah, some people, for, they uh, pick projects that, are, that speak to their spirit. What, what, I, what, I've, what I've heard a lot of times, you know, you know, a professional wrestler like I, and I'm a professional wrestling fanatic. I just this been something that we just got done talking about it before we got on air. I just always had a knack to that. They a one that a one guy that resonates even to the black community of Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Right. Okay. All the talk about him, how he's flamboyant, kid stealing, wheeling, dealing, all the things that he said, right? Yeah. Very, uh, very uh, outspoken and, um, you know what I'm saying? Rick was about that life. They, there you go. <laughs> it, was, it was like Rick Flair what, was about the that nature life. boy was really the nature <laughs> Rick, boy. Rick Flair was about that life. On and off screen, Rick Flair was the persona that he portrayed. Like that was an image that when you saw it, that was like the real deal. He didn't... Um, in his height of his career, he wasn't able to like turn it off and on like there wasn't a switch where there's some other individuals that are just not like, you know, we have a lot of rap artists, especially now today that they, they the persona is gangster gangster. And next thing you know, you find out these dudes, is, uh, you know, church boys and things of that nature. Yeah. So I think we get uh, manipulated <laughs> a lot of times by falling in love with the character that represents not really themselves, but the enter what uh, represents the entertainer in them. And now we get entertained by the character, but not knowing really who is that person, but still falling in love. And I think that a lot of that becomes idol worship. So when you see that person, you know, one person that comes up to mind is like R. Kelly. People refuse to believe that R. Kelly was having sex with a 14 year old on video and pissing on. Yes, yeah, I think I think I would look at R. Kelly. I think. A lot of people accept it. They just don't care because there, there was there was a lot of folks who I know who because if they they kind of like eh, on the video, but they're like yeah, the, the 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 Aaliyah thing is irrefutable, and so I think still people deny that. But I know a lot of people just kind of like I know it's wrong, but step in the name of love. Yeah, yeah, they just. All yeah. that, back then it was give me that honey love and all that you know, stuff. Yeah, I think that that I think that, I, I agree. I think that we have a, a a lot of times we watch TV shows, we watch movies, and we feel like we know the people. You know, you look at the old show, the the Brady Bunch, where people thought that was a great family show, yeah. whatever, yeah. and that was those were a couple that loved each other, but in reality, the father was homosexual. That was crazy. You know, what I mean, like like, like he died of AIDS. And yeah, but like you that. look at like. You know, when you think that you're like, no, that that that's it. You know, I, I'm seeing this family. I'm, I'm seeing these, these would be my friends in real life. 
These would be, you know, I'm looking at Martin and Gina. That's the kind of love I want, Martin and Gina. And come to find out, Martin and Gina. Last season, she got a restraining order. Exactly. They can't even shoot any scenes <laughs> they, together. They, they beefing. Like, you trying to figure out, well, why isn't she in not, no some scenes. of these episodes? If you, if you remember back, if not, <laughs> go back. I'm sure it's on some network you can check. The last season. Probably TV one. Every time you look at when Martin and Gina are talking, it's over the phone or it's mm-hmm. some distance. They couldn't even be on the set together. Crazy. I mean, but but you'll hear people now talking about I want that '90s love, I want that Martin and Gina kind of love, and and that just really wasn't what it is. And so I think that we have to be aware of the fact that you know people are people. Like I remember Denzel, he took some flack because he did a movie. It's probably now maybe 10, 12 years ago, maybe a little more than that, where uh, his interest in the movie was a white girl. And all yes, the only time that I I can't place that top of my head because he there was all these women that came out. These sisters were saying. You you said you would never do a scene with with a with a was white it girl. The, what, was it uh, it was like uh, Mila something bitch was the actress. Cause um, I know he did a few uh, movies with old girl on you know the one girl that uh, I want to say is was dating Ryan Gosling or something. Oh, I don't, I, even, I think, I don't even know uh, that part. Sure, sure. But it was the fact that all these all these black women came out and they were pressing him, saying that you said you would never do you know do any kind of stuff with with, with, with a white girl. And he's like, I don't ever remember saying that. Mm. He said, if I said it, I apologize. He kind of said jokingly. He said, but but so many people had fallen in love with Denzel Washington as the actor was the epitome of the one half of black love. Like all of his movies, either he was single or he had a black woman. And he was the type of black man that a lot of black women was like, that's that's what I want my man to be. So then the idea when he did a movie, just another role, another job, another gig. Where he his love interest was somebody that they didn't want to see him with, they felt personally hurt. Yeah. Like like their soul was touched a little bit that that not our guy, like yeah. not him. Yeah. You know, and I think that we have to remember sometimes when we see these people playing roles, that's exactly what it is. And then the thing about it is, one of the the uh, the characters that has fallen from grace, but has kind of finally. Started to put in, pick himself back up because he just won his first uh, PGA uh, tour uh, event in some time. I think five years is uh, Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. When his whole shit just started spiraling out of control. And then you started figuring out, wait a minute, wait a minute. This dude is nothing like he says he was. I'm like not even a, a, a increment no. of what. We thought was projected the whole hype machine. And that's why I say so much about us controlling the narrative, so much about the media being so influential. Right. And how it can manipulate minds to really believe what you see is what you get. In reality, it's not even close. Tiger Woods, (laughs) the fall from grace. As he's slowly picking his stuff back up, and like I said, it's been a second, a minute, some time. You you really saw the impact of individuals. How literally him doing some common shit, cheated on his wife. I mean, it's it's not. I'm not saying that adultery is right, yeah. but it was. If it was any other normal person, the uh, the catastrophic storm that came for his downfall at that particular time wouldn't have been to where you have all these endorsers pulling out it's almost as if you know he was literally being arraigned for some drugs or murder 
you'd have thought. I mean, he was the Tiger Woods of golf, but he was the Charlie Sheen of adultery. Oh yeah, he was. He, def- he was doing it big. He was a wild guy. He was. He was, he was Rick Flair in it out there. Oh, <laughs> he was Rick Flair it out there. Well, he was So I look at it like I always say this moniker. I say I am a real model, not a role model. Role models play roles. Look at Tiger Woods. I, I say that because you know we come flawed. And for anybody walking around here looking at any individual and seeing their lens, just like um, I remember watching Heath Ledger and how he absorbed that role as a joker. Yeah. But not understanding that it's like he got his and he was a big actor already. But this was like now literally his breakout film, though he had other films that people looked at him like, yo, that dude's like, like the next guy. Yeah. He ended up killing himself. You know, he ended up overdosing on some pills or whatever like that. To me, that's killing himself. So you look at that. And then when you see the film, you're like, yo, this dude was remarkable. His his life should be on the up and up. You just don't see or notice the struggles that people deal with on an everyday basis because you're just looking at their life on screen. Some of the stuff that you, people show you, lifestyles of the rich and famous, and you're oh, like, yo, it's all good. And the true reality, you don't really know what you don't really know. Yeah, we get these people out there. You know, you got a Tiger Woods who one of his best friends he took the playbook from, and that was Michael Jordan. If you remember the time period, if you're long <laughs> enough in the tooth, all throughout the 90s, uh, the Michael Jordan machine uh, paid off reporters news magazines all that stuff to keep the real michael out of the press and think about this and think about that just real quick i don't mean to cut you off i wanted to stop to say this would michael jordan have really been michael jordan in this era of social media because there's a lot of the comparisons between michael jordan and everyone always wants to lift him up in this high degree not only because of his basketball skills but because what we want to see presents michael jordan i i want to be like mike and then you see the hatred that lebron james get because you have the social media uh um, era you have johnny public not only being able to just talk in the bar room but actually talk in the chat room to actually say his opinion where people like oh yeah that sounds a little bit better if michael jordan was who michael jordan really truly is in the time he was coming up in the era that we it wouldn't work no because all the the cheating all (laughs) the the gambling the 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 assaults putting hands on folks like uh jordan would a beast like, like if the people is if you're younger, Jordan, you just saw the highlights yes. taking off in the free throw line, the dunk. And you saw old, the guy with the classy suit. You saw the shoes. Yeah. If you and if you're of, of our era, yeah, he was the best dressed dude, Man. ball head, got the earring in. He, he was, was a he was a cool guy. But if you knew of the stories, I mean, the the, the fact of the matter is the only reason why anybody even knows about the Jordan gambling issue is because it came out when he retired. So after that first time when he retired, the Jordan machine had stopped. And all these guys who were sitting on stories then started running the gambling stuff. And that's why they tried to link the gambling to his father yeah. be, be, being murdered. But, all, but the only reason why you ever heard about those is because he wasn't playing basketball. But it still didn't stick enough when, because he was still Michael Jordan, 18, Air Jordan. 18 months later, he was back on the court. And then, uh, yeah, but like I said, again, it still didn't stick because of the error that we're in from social media. Yeah, well, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, and then an aspect of like how he was able to elevate still and still be Michael Jordan. I want to be like Mike. 
it just shows you how much things have changed from that time in that era to this era now. Yeah. So that that time that he left and they started running those stories, he came back to basketball. All the stories that were going to come out stopped and all the previous ones were then tampered down. Social media now, you're not paying off the Chicago Sun-Times. You're not paying off, you know, um, ESPN or, or, or ABC at the time or, or whatever it is. You got Reggie with a cell phone camera. You know, you got Tina who's catching you coming out the bar. You know, you, you, you got Craig and them who, who just had to be hanging out in the parking lot when you was cuddled up with some bra that was not Juanita Jordan. And you have Angela who came out of that bar with you that is trying to make a come up All that and stuff. don't care about the $200,000 hush money that you gave her. All that stuff. She's got a, a, a contract sitting on her, her desk at her home from some reality TV show that can make her millions. Yeah, all that stuff. So so Michael Jordan could not and would not have been, quote unquote, Michael Jordan in, in, in today's game and in, in, in social media stuff. But the important part of the stuff is remember is, is taking that into consideration. Most of the stuff that you see about somebody is what they choose to show you. And even the people who in this social media era, they're still they you recognize that it's not like you don't do anything is that you behave differently because you recognize there's cameras around. You have to sit there and say, every time I leave the house, I need to put my mask on. Every time I interact with people, I need to put this front. Whenever I post stuff, it needs to be in this light. So when we fall in love with these actors and actresses and singers and entertainers and, and, and public figures, the whole nine, you got to remember that. You're just seeing a, a glimpse of a particular role they play. We don't really know them. Not at all. And as things come out, and, and most notably in, in the papers and the headlines these days, is somebody who was deemed as America's dad. Now is our silly Negro of the week. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go. No, I'm just. I'm I just going to the No, no, no. We going to go because this silly Negro of the week. It's going to be charted out, broken down. So this ain't just a boom. This is like we're okay. going in. We're well, going we, in. We talking about Bill Cosby, oh. a.k.a. Slick Willie from Philly. Uh -huh. <laughs> and <laughs> recently convicted on uh, three counts oh. of basically sexual misconduct. Say it ain't so good. Recently sentenced to three to, to ten years. Oh. State pen. Moved him into a maximum, wow. they got sent into a maximum security uh, state penitentiary uh, until he finds his final home. The goal of the state said is to put him in uh, Gen Pop. And remember, he could have got the ankle monitor. He could have got probation. Uh, if he didn't go all the trial stuff. Well, no, I know. I'm saying that, that even in the, the sentencing, there well, were like some reports were like, uh, you know, probably going to get an ankle monitor. Oh, they're throwing, or, they're throwing a book at me on that level. And, and, and probation. And I think that as, you, you know, you kind of break down to our listeners, for those who are not in the know, I'm sure everybody knows a, a lot about the story. But for those who may not know some such, breaking down where we are at right now, um, from looking at it on a justice system for black people standpoint okay. and how black people um, view rape. 
because it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a very oh no no which is why I think which goes into like I said the R Kelly part to where it's not that there's a lot of people who just don't think that Robert Kelly has ever had sex with an underage girl. It's because of the talent and the reason why they love him. His morality is not why they're fans. Mm. So if his morality is in question or fragile, that's got nothing to do with being an R. Kelly supporter. But I think also with the R. Kelly piece, I really believe that if it was one white girl, one white girl he was pissing on at 14, that nigga got it. This is like a difference between a whole bunch of black young girls compared to one white girl that would have crunched him. And I look at this again with Bill Cosby. Yeah, there was a few black women. But the ones that got him tagged were the white women. Now, when they was on their victory speech with the lawyer, the famed yeah. lawyer who's now her her, her her book deal coming out. Her book deal is not <laughs> only coming out, but her lawyer price is just skyrocketed because yeah. it's a big fish and a big win for her. You saw, which was interesting to me, you saw mostly women of color. Yeah. Right in that in that 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 moment where they were all having that pressure outside, it was raining. You saw women of color. You didn't see that many white girls. I want to say that you saw uh, 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 two or three black women right there, and everybody felt vindicated. This shit was a shit show at the, at the uh, end of it. My personal take is, you know, Bill turned his back on the black community on some ways. I mean, yes, he's um, posted up. Uh, millions of dollars into uh, you know helping out the the black historical colleges. I get that, but then there was a lot of things that he's um, done in public, if you will, to degrade uh, the plight and the oppression that we deal with on an everyday basis. But at the same time, looking at it on a larger scale, uh, a black man who's done this kind of thing and i'm not gonna go and say oh you know these women are lying because a lot of people want to sit there and say that i'm just saying bill 60 women none of them telling the truth Hmm. um there's got to be some kind of merit to it i just know that in when we look at it we break it all down which we will you see how they've utilized bill this role model this once upon a time america's dad a black man being called america's dad yeah. they hung him and they hung him out the dry and now we're 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 looking at this in a case of not only race but we're also looking at it in a case of how the justice system deals with rape in the case of black and white because there's a numerous amount of uh black uh guys that have gotten first lied to on, on the stand many times about rape and this yeah. has been a consistent story um, from back in the days to white men right now currently that we're all looking at so when's going to be their turn yeah and they got Bill my thing is Bill got convicted because of the Andrea Constand or whatever her, her name is the woman that's the curly hair girl the one that's on the, the face of everything uh, that's the one who technically got him in prison. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is that uh, the irony, I guess, is I don't believe that's the case that should have got him convicted, but I think he did enough that he needs to go to prison. prison yeah. So it, 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 people are hung up on her. Like, that's the same girl he gave three and a half million dollars to. She said she went to his house 14 times after the incident, visited his families and, <laughs> and called regularly and and paid for school and all that. That's that's what you do to 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 your attacker. Like I said, I don't think she's the one for why he should be there, but I think he did enough that he deserves to be there. And he's 81 years old. 
And so the reality of it is, and the question they're saying at this point, you know, what is the purpose of prison for an 81 year old? It's not going to be rehabilitation. So uh, and in reality, he ain't out there predatoring like that anyway. Uh, I something I thought was funny is that he got advice from OJ uh, after after he yeah after he was convicted. OJ sent uh, sent a little message, you know, on the on the wire talking about watch your back because and people have to remember this, too. Bill Cosby's going in there under rape as a sexual sex offender against women. They don't care who you are when it comes to violence against women or children in prison. You could think that all that put and pop Heathcliff Huxable stuff carries over on the streets and some merit to people who still are nostalgic. But inmates don't care about that. And when you in there on some, you know, drugging and sexually assaulting women, there's a certain percentage of inmate that that is might want to come and see you, even though raping and taking ass is in prison all day. I'm not saying that that the the logic of, of <laughs> career felons is is the most uh, <laughs> astute. Listen, but but there is but that is very real. And when you start talking about rapists and child molesters, there there is a certain temperament that is like nah, son. This is a story that has been in the making for a while. I mean, what has been like four or five years that just kind of played out in front uh, of Johnny Public? More maybe. so since the Hannibal Burris. Yeah. Uh, comedy nights. Uh, what did Hannibal? What did he? What did he? So uh, Hannibal Burris, who that moment is more so why you know of him now. Hannibal Burris has been a comedian for yeah, years. Yeah, for a while. I don't know that. For some folks, they're like, you know, why do I just why do I start hearing about him all of a sudden? They they label him as the guy that brought Cosby down. Okay, so what did he so do? So he was doing a, a stand-up routine where he did a joke that wasn't really a joke. So he was talking about Bill, like you know, you know, at least. Something paraphrasing to the effect of, you know, I ain't the one less, you know, that's taking it from folks. Like on stage talking about Bill just taking, taking. The and how many years ago was this? A few years ago. So uh, the joke got get, kept getting repeated. No, the the thing is about for comedians. Comedians have known this about Bill for years. This has been a running yeah, this story. Yeah, it's been a situation. But when Hannibal Burris, who the bulk of his uh, audience are white, mm. so. When he did it in those circles, in that space, started raising out. It, it, it started to to move a little bit. But you got stories like D.L. Hughley addressing like stuff years ago, yeah, yeah. And, and a bunch of other comics who made Cosby joke references yeah. about drugging drugging women yeah. going back years. But when Hannibal Burris did it to, in front of a particular audience, it hit the rate for whatever reason on Hannibal a given Burris, night. He put Bill Cosby in prison. That's what. That's, that's <laughs> no. Do we just joking on that? But here's that's what's tagged. Yeah, what's tagged? I know. But here's the bottom line. As, as I said, this story has been played out for some years. And it's, it's multiple layers to it because there's a, 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 a justice um, system that is not for black people layer. There's a the first layer. I, I, let me excuse me. Let me go backwards. Um, is the raping of women. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? The putting in, um, you know, these 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 um, pills or whatever. Um, in these drinks, the culture of rape, right, yeah. in in Hollywood that has been accepted, the the Me Too movement that has kind of ushered in, and now can have in their their movement can sit there and say, here's one right here, we got a big fish. If you look at this Me Too movement, like they have not had a major conviction, and now they have a major conviction, and they're going to take that victory, as well as the character of who we loved and and, and Mr. Huxtable, the, yeah. the America's father, to actually who Bill Cosby was, right? Yeah. And then when you look at it, who in the hell 
did Bill Cosby piss off? Like, like, let's be very clear. What white executive, what white person, what white people besides women did Bill Cosby piss off for them to engage in this kind of, of you know, assault on not only his, his, his legacy, but to where it has brought him down on his knees and the ultimate result of him now spending um, time in prison and possibly dying in prison. You really look at this story and you've heard the, 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 the stupid myths of, well, he was a black man trying to buy NBC. Yeah. Dude, like, let's let's be clear on Bill Cosby's money. Does Bill Cosby have some monies for show? But does Bill Cosby have enough money by himself to buy off NBC? Hell no. Let's be very clear. And in reality, if he might have wanted to make a merger with somebody else to do that, I don't believe that's going to tick somebody off to go ahead and drop a dime. And secondly, you can go ahead and do what Oprah did and create your own show, right? The fact that Bill Cosby no longer was accepted as that voice and that black father that we used to adore yeah. because of so many of the um, outrageous statements. And, and let's be very clear. Some of the things that Bill Cosby said were very correct, but in the content, in the places he said it, it was making us look at it as like, you coon ass Negro, you don't need to speak business uh, of us when we're struggling in front of people that don't care, want to laugh about it and make you feel more comfortable. Also, a major lesson in this whole thing, whether you are a Negro who believes you are in the seat of white supremacy, whether you're uh, having your pants up, you're rich, you're an entertainer, you're a ball player, you're a ghetto fab, whatever. Negro, understand when they want you, they're going to come to get you. And I think when you look at Suge Knight, he shows us the more prolific street. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. He got 28 yeah. and you turn around and you look at Bill. Well, I'm going to sit there and make all these mother effers money. I'm going to sit there and down my people. I'm going to sit there and be in a lapse of luxury for white people. And I'm going to do uh, inhabit what they do because this was a learned thing from Bill. Right? Bill, Bill learned these yeah. these things. It wasn't like Bill woke up in the morning like I'm going to start go ahead putting Quelos in these chicks drinks this is learned because it's a culture in hollywood this rape thing yeah. it's well, very much a culture just real fit and then i think at that particular point when you look at everything that's going down it's a proper lesson that needs to be served to black america that you are still a negro regardless of your tax bracket okay one thing that i would i would add to is that i don't think that it's a rape culture in hollywood i think it's just part of a rape culture because I, I, something I remember I posted the other day. It's like for a lot of these dudes out here who got Cosby jokes, a lot of y'all are spiking women's drinks, lacing the weed, and slipping them pills. Mm. Like there's a whole lot of dudes out there who ain't got no kind of Cosby money, who ain't got no kind of uh, trip clout or no kind of anything. Who are un oh, let me get this little girl. Let me smoke her out. Let me, let me put a little something extra on it. Let me go ahead and okay, one for you, one for me, two for you, one for, you know hitting yeah. hitting extra on the drinks. The, the idea of, well, let me just get her a little tipsy. Let, let me get her a little, little little something extra. Like, or what's something I can give her to get the panties off? Yeah, but that's that, a lot of that. Yeah, but, and there's, and that's why it's, this is such a touchy subject because there's so many layers to it. Because then we're talking about that layer. Yeah. But 
I mean, let me be very frank. When you're coming up as a young person, I mean, you got a young gal, um, you get with your boys and, you know, she got a, a crew of girls. That's what we did. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'm we, saying. We, that's we, what we, adds to. The and I say, yeah. we didn't do the raping and taking advantage, but just uh, let's get our weed. Let's get our drink. Let's have a good time. Whatever oh, happens, yeah. happens. But I mean, I've heard of so many stories of dudes with the okie doke where you get the girl in the room and you start with her and then you slip out and the homie trades places because homie was hiding in the closet or under the bed like these are like like i said this is not that and not hollywood rape culture i think that this is just just so that societal so, rape so, culture. so then in that same sense we're saying that's rape as well then. yes because the girl consented to sleeping with james but not then john. james falls back and john comes out the closet and, and all of a sudden you know she don't realize until, you know, a few pumps yeah, in that yeah. this ain't the same stroke. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, I remember watching the movie as a kid, uh, the Revenge of the Nerds movie. Mm. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Love so, that series. Well, I didn't even catch it as a kid. It didn't even hit me. I remember something that was brought up later in life about how it was the nerd who kept getting picked on by the job. Yeah, and he had, like the that. cheerleader yeah. girlfriend. And then he was dressed up. Uh, the guy was dressed up as uh, Darth Vader, mm -hmm. the Darth Vader helmet as a costume. So then the nerd puts on the costume, costume. And, and gets with his girl, sleeps with his girlfriend, and then takes the helmet off. And she realizes that she thought she was sleeping with her boyfriend yeah. and then realized it was the nerd. And it was like they kind of played it off like, oh, I didn't know you could do it like that yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they joked yeah. it off. That's right. <laughs> there it is. Like, like, I mean, I, and, and they did it playfully and, and kind of lighthearted. But that's why I said I think the, the, the mentality, the, the rape culture stuff that exists, it's not a celebrity thing or, or a rich thing. I think that we don't focus on that enough. You know, this, the old joke, if she can't stand up, y'all can't lay down. Mm. Like the whole, like, I, you know, I worked in bars and clubs. There's always stories some place I used to work. I used to work at, like bars and clubs a lot. There was a whole lot of dudes who were carrying girls out out of the bar like i remember we had one particular incident back in the early 2000s when ghb was big mm. if you're not familiar with ghb it's like a muscle relaxer that bodybuilders would take it would uh the effects would allow them to work out more without doing the damage they can get they can get bigger but if it mimics the, the uh, effects of alcohol so like a cap full of ghb was the equivalent of drinking a bunch of liquor but if you mixed ghb with liquor it was like your one little drink was like five drinks mm -hmm. And there was a, a guy who carried a girl out and he was like chirping, talking about, man, I can't stand her getting drunk like this, man. She can't take her nowhere, whatever. And as he's walking, carrying her out, griping and grumbling, everybody moved out the way, even lifted the rope so he could walk out the bar with her. Mm -hmm. Come to find out the next day when we came back to work, the police came with her. She didn't know the guy. Mm. You know, and he slipped something in her, in her drink and, and took her home and violated her. And, and the next day, like, everybody was like, how come nobody did anything? It was like, it just yeah, we seemed just like that he, she had a drunk girlfriend. Yeah, it, it just, I mean, like I said, the culture of, 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 t of taking advantage of women is far too common in, in our society. And I think that if you think you can do that on your little level for whatever it is you do in your little town, damn sure when you amplify that, when you a household name, a Darren Sharper. When you got now, that was all crazy. this money, I think, I think Darren Sharper was probably worse than Bill. Uh, doing Cosby. the same mess, drug. If you don't know about Darren Sharper, NFL uh, secondary, looking at twenty, 
for doing the exact same thing. He got sentenced already. Yeah, he's he's in prison right now. Yeah. But do for the it literally the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Getting girls back to the room, get, getting putting stuff in their drinks. They waking up the next yeah. day with they with they draws on backwards. Like and the thing about it in in, in these moments and, and and this is why and let's be very frank, family, we are not condoning rape. Hell no. But at the reality of the stories and just as you broke down one of the victims that um. You know, Bill Cosby, um, you know, had his, his his moments with you talking about the after and, you know, how they were in touch and how we helped pay for this and yeah. all these different things. Um, then you look at uh, 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 in a moral uh, perspective. I mean, he's been with his wife for quite a long time. I don't Everybody remember them, about Camille. I, I, I don't <laughs> remember them breaking up <laughs> in any of this shift. Right. So adultery is kicked in heavy so we're just gonna look from a moral standpoint he was a pig because he was you know committing adultery i mean you know the moral standpoint of what marriage is that's what it is um i look at it and i see it where a lot of people how they're arguing this is not my perspective but it's people's perspective is a lot of these women knew what they were getting themselves into when they went to the room, you know what I mean, well, and so went to the room of a married man at two and exactly, morning. and you know why are you, you know what what did you expect? It's it's that is the the, the very tricky uh, 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 thing where you 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 you're, you're playing in your head because when I think or and I used to think about rape. You know, I'm thinking vicious, like you know, dude in the bushes, grab the you, John, you know, you come to the house, just like uh, that Tyler Perry movie, you know, that uh, uh, was it was so graphic. It was a, uh, I forget what the movie was called, but uh, you know, but the young dude who played one of Bishop's Tupac's best friends and Juice was in it. He was actually, you know, the the woman, the man who raped the woman. You know, he had they were having they were about to have dinner. And next thing you know, she's like cooking and she turns around and he starts naked and r- rapes her. Like the forceful, yeah. you know, not that um, I know what you mean. Yeah. come over, we're going to kick it. You're, But you are interested in me because that's why you're coming over at 2 yeah. in the morning. So I'm really going to get some, but I'm going to speed up the, the, the volume. So I think that what people are, are struggling with are the, the fact that. They're saying, well, why are these women even coming there? You know what I mean? Like, how are these women saying that it was rape when a lot of it sounds that was consensual? Like, what? Then I go back to that. Well, uh, here's that gray area. If a woman again is is blacked out of her mind, yeah, yo, you can't take it, regardless of well, she was here at two o'clock. What did she expect? And the simple fact that you know, regardless of what she said before she blacked uh, out, uh, there you go. You have to be in a a moment where y'all are like in that p- p- place where it's it's good, it's good. I've been in situations where we were about to get busy, and she said, uh-uh, "I'm not, no, I'm not feeling it right now." I jumped off, like, "All right, put my pants back yeah. up," and like, I'm not going to even try to push the issue because you have to understand in this this era that we live in, um, and and I believe there's been a many a woman. That have unfortunately 
gone unheard when they spoke upon uh, these these moments of, of being sexually abused, where it's in a family, a lot of it happening in the black homes, and people like ah, you know, it was Uncle Rodney. J just be cool. We don't want nobody to know nothing. Just you know, just deal with it. It happens. You know what I'm saying? As if it was like some some sacred um, um, grace to be able to you know be a victim of some kind of sexual assault, and you know you'll deal with it and you'll forget about it when you get 25, right? Yeah. No, it, it continues to linger on. I think. With this whole rape with Bill Cosby, this whole situation, the gray areas to it all, the real example that it shows is that if she is not coherent and not willing, a willing part, or if you are in here trying to do the dirt when you got somebody at home, that you better be careful on who you play with because that shit could bite you in your ass and the shit bit him in the ass because whoever Bill pissed off, because I do truly believe Bill did something to somebody because the time frame of when all this stuff happened, we're talking about several, several years. We're not talking about shit that just happened. We're in 2018 going on yeah. 2019 that happened in 2014. We're talking about some years and in the same uh, a text we're talking about stuff that people knew in the industry yeah. so it wasn't a, a a unknown thing on top of that bill had made jokes about it in his own uh, um, comedy stand-ups and so. things of that nature and then when you look at the deposition that he came out with that was supposed to be concealed that him admittingly saying yes i have put some things in people's drinks there you have the conviction but now after we look at the conviction i want to go back and say do you believe that because he was a black man was he convicted because of the rape or was he convicted and got those years because he was a black man uh probably a little bit of both so the 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 deposition where he said that's where some of the jurors were like that's why because one thing too is when if you've ever been jury duty or if they ever bring you into court when they ask the jury to, to, to come with a decision, it's not your feelings. It's not what makes sense to you. It's by the letter of the law. Is this guilty or innocent? And when in his deposition, he said, yes, I had given women drugs for the, the purpose then to have sex with them. That's him doing that. He felt it was never going to come out. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's language. Yeah, I that's get like it. what yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. So for some, that's like we said. I gave her wine yeah. under the, the the premise that, in my mind, she would relax a little bit. We'd watch a movie. <laughs> we'd kick it, whatever. But ultimately to have sex. So you gave her wine to ultimately have sex? Yes. Oh, so you got her drunk so you could have sex with her. Like, that's, there's verbiage in there. So for some people, they're just like, oh, he said he drugged him. Yeah. No, he said he gave them drugs and he planned on sleeping with her. Uh, but for him, who pissed him, who he pissed off? I don't know. I, part of it is that he might've just outlived his value. He outpriced himself. Cause after a while you can give a sacrificial lamb to somebody, to the cow that's no longer producing. Yeah. And he did all that. He, the billions he made for NBC and, and the world over all the different networks and businesses, but he just turned 81. And if, if, if he's, he just may not be the golden goose anymore yeah. and we need a fall guy. And for whatever the iconic status that Woody Allen still holds, they're not going to make it him. Harvey Weinstein got too much money that he keeps circulating. He keeps leaving the country. So, they, they, you know, they, they. I think that out of all of those guys, I think Weinstein is going to be the one that sticks. But go ahead. I think he'll bounce out of America before he gets time. Uh, what's his name? 
Papadopoulos, whatever dude, the the dude that flew down to 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 the Greek islands and bounced some years back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be one of their moves. Uh, I used to, it was a bad joke. I used to say, I said, Bill ain't gonna, gonna stay in prison. He's just gonna stop taking his heart medicine. Yeah. Um, I, I think that whatever he did. And then also, you know, you had, um, and this is a crazy story. You had the father from Seventh Heaven. Yeah, came out and said what he was doing. Two. And nothing. And and. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey came and went. John Travolta came uh, and went. John Travolta, I mean, he's got a new movie coming out. Yeah, all all these stories of people came and went. And then all of the um, you got uh, 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 Matt or what is it, Matt Lowry? Uh, uh, Lauer. L- yeah, Matt yeah. Lauer on uh, had the button under the desk that locked the door behind the women that came into let's, his office. Let's go deeper. We got our own president that said he sexually assaulted someone. He wants to grab pussy. He got thirteen counts waiting on him. So so it's, it's, it's so, <laughs> like thirteen charges of sexual you know, misconduct you, you, and rape. You, you, oh, you see all this stuff, and then all of the um, executives that have been, um, you know, fired. Like they had the the CBS situation going on. You know that one of the major executives got fired, and all of the, uh, you know, what is it, Charlie Charlie Rose? Charlie Rose. Yeah. Charlie Rose. You got. Charlie Sheen, where the women he was sleeping with and didn't tell him he is HIV positive, where are them court cases at? You have numerous accounts of white men slipping under the radar. And again, we are not saying that Bill Cosby should not be in prison for rape. But when you look at a story that I just read online, two of them actually, you had a doctor that raped patients while they were knocked out was um, only given probation and you have another white male that raped a five-year-old and was given something to the the act of 90 some days. You ask yourself as much as we believe Bill gets what he gets because first if you didn't understand you were a black man in America you do now and secondly rape is rape regardless of how you want to kind of play it it is what it is and you just can't do what white people do we have to ask the question like well what about everybody else yeah that's the thing and I know don't don't let me forget I mean I gotta forget I gotta remember this one all those Catholic priests that they just came out yeah, which is my thing. This is not a, a, a situation where it's anti me too. It's y'all too. Like, I don't think <laughs> this is not a question of saying Bill shouldn't be locked up. This is a question. Bill shouldn't be locked up alone. Not alone. Like, not the, alone. the fact of the matter is that for what he was doing, for as long as he was doing it, for as many counts as was happening, Three years, because that's what he's going to get. It's three to ten. He's, he's, he's going to get three. You don't think they're going to keep him for a little bit? Uh, Give him on that parole and just say, do no, another two? No, no. He's, at that point, he'll be 84, close to 85. He's already lost like 65% of his vision. He could barely stand up for long periods of time at that stage of the game. Before you answer the other piece, and I want you to get back to the other piece. Again, we talk about errors, yeah. right? Would you think Michael Jackson, with the allegations that came up on him, true or false, in this era, because again, the era, this era is different, okay. right? Do you think that he would have went to prison? No. And the reason why is because it is off as it may sound, child molestation is looked at differently than rape. Mm. So, and, and the bad thing is that it's looked at more favorably. Mm. 
meaning that you are more likely to to a, a child molester. Like you take the Catholic priest, you take the dudes who are who are. It's all out there that they're sitting there touching on little boys. Uh, you don't get the blowback. <laughs> like you, it is as crazy as that sounds. Like you sit there and think that man, you, you touch little kids, that should be a wrap. It's just not. And for a lot of for a lot of women, they'll tell you it's not when it comes to rape. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like I said, the rape culture of of what it is now. Like just something for dudes out there. Just so it, it's varied from state to state, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty consistent across the board. If a man and a woman get drunk and have sex, he is the one that's culpable for sexual assault. So if the two of you get drunk together, and then she wakes up in the morning and says. I didn't sure I wanted to do that. Him being intoxicated is irrelevant. So when it comes to the, to the law, it's not like we were drunk yeah. or she was. I was just as drunk as she is. How come she didn't take advantage of me? The law will look at it is that he's the attacker. Mm. And so it, it, it's weird how they handle stuff that. So they'll tell you that the law that you can be set, that you can be a criminal for anything, but they don't prosecute for much. Like, it's a really weird dynamic. So I think that if you took, like, a Michael Jackson in this era, I don't think so. I, I think he would. I think that... W- I, you know, we, the reason why is because I feel Johnny Public, Me Too, hashtag, social media. And when I say Johnny Public, you got everyone's opinion. It's different than the closed-door deals that it got. Yes, molestation, rape, whatever, you know. And not saying whatever to, the, to, to those, um, those heinous acts, but in the sense of it wouldn't have mattered. I just believe that this is a, a season where you see how OJ escaped his first <laughs> test, yeah. came back, new era, you go into prison. So I think that in this newer era of things, you're not going to be able to get away with the things that you used to get away well, with. I just don't believe so it. If, if you go timeline where Michael Jackson started getting, they started saying stuff about him, come off the Thriller album. Yeah, for sure. No, no. So I'm saying in this era where the attention span is next to nothing, as soon as beat it drops, everybody's going to forget it. Yeah. If his music had the same impact yeah. now as it did then, but then as soon as beat it drops. Okay, but remember, there's there. one thing about the thriller pieces, and there's another thing when Michael Jackson was on his downward spiral and started getting weird. Well, that's, that's why I said the weird. Well, that's, why, well, that's towards the end. Yeah, that's, that's, towards why, the weird, that's what I'm saying, but the start. Yeah, the start, yeah, the start, but the start, nobody, they didn't even, it was, he was such a moneymaker that people were trying to figure out if he liked girls, right? Yeah, but I'm saying, but the stories was coming out there. Yeah, so but it why. wasn't, it wasn't the fact that now you got people coming out saying A and B. Because it was a down level. Because it was a down period on the out. But like I said, it's nah. suited. Yeah, because nah. it was most of that stuff came out in the, in between the bad and the uh, uh, it was the remember the time album, uh, whatever. That it was, was it was called. I mean but, after it was more or less when Michael Jordan, Michael uh, Jackson, excuse me, wasn't as irrelevant. I was well, at a down period. Yeah, but it's the same time you down period. But you're looking at um like the albums. I'm talking. Well, about, I'm talking about the years in between. You you do remember like he got vindicated like what was it in 2000 or something like that, right? 2000 something no those cases are from them cases going all the way back to after Emmanuel Lewis Macaulay Calkin all that stuff they brought those things those Bray brought those things up but it wasn't focused on those pieces they were probably going through all his character we talking about the the certain ones that had him well I was talking about all of them okay well I'm talking about the Pacific ones I'm just saying in, in just to cut it 
to a bottom line, even in Tiger Woods' case, let's be very clear, that now that we have hashtag Me Too movements, now that we have Johnny Public in 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 the uh, the 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 jury duty as as even though they're not a part of the jury, they're part. You have such a a public outcry to get blood. No one, if you're going to have this amount of scrutiny, uh, allegations, if you are a black man thinking that you can play white in Hollywood or in life in general and think that, oh, man, nah, you know what? I'm black. I, I, you know, I got some equity here, so I'm good. I, I know these people. They love me. This is a pro- proper lesson for people to see that you're not going to be able to get, get away with anything in that nature or anything that you believe that you're going to because it's just it's just Bill Cosby was hung before he got hung you know the the reality of it before if these things had come out they would have uh, swept it under the rug because they had been sweeping it under the rug yeah. so that's why it's just like wait a minute y'all sitting here you know bringing all this shit up now and then we as a people can't even talk about it and I'm going deeper in a lens of when our ancestors got raped you know what I'm saying our ancestors got sexually assaulted we can't even talk about uh, the crimes of America and for us to get some kind of reparations and for us to be able to you know get some validation from those things you guys want to create this oh yeah Bill Cosby you know he did all this and you know he needs to be uh, uh, um, you know thrown in prison and I get that. Cool. We should have probably got more time if we're talking about rape. But let's not be idle to the history of America and, and where this comes from. And the fact that if you can sit there and open up the books for that, we should be able to open up the books for a whole bunch of other things. Because we did go down into um, the archives to get, to take Bill out. And I, I still will sit back and just wonder who in the hell did Bill piss off. To get all this because I look at this as like how Joe Paterno, the situation, they wanted to get Joe Paterno out there. Next thing you know, here comes the the, the scandal that not only killed him, but was able for Penn State to go another direction. Yeah, I, and I think for the similar thing, once you outage yourself, once you move out of that, that position of earning, once you're no longer worth it. And I, I think that that's what some people forget. Like some people, they misplace what their value is in the world. And what their persona and stuff carries over. But a lot of this stuff just looks at like these people out here that we watch on TV that you see running down the court, running down the field, that you see uh, giving Academy Award caliber performances or Grammy Award winning, you know, uh, full on uh, performances on stage. As much as we feel like we know them and is in tune, they may have sung the song that was the soundtrack of, of the summer, of, of all summers in our lives. The soundtrack of our lives. You know, right. whatever that, that movie that just crystallized what your college experience was. Man. That TV show that was the marriage you mm. always wanted. And, old and Dog that, wasn't Old Dog in real life. Exactly. Those were <laughs> the people that, those were really your friends. Like, when you watched them every week, like, these these were really my buddies. These are really my, my homies. Uh, these are people who are playing a role. These are people who are who are putting up an act, putting up a front, and we don't really know them. We don't really know them, and we can be okay with understanding that you know he was a character. He was um, 
Mr. Huxtable, the doctor, the um, black father that if you didn't have a father, the one you wanted, uh, the family you wanted to be with, the uh, guy that even in the beginning of his career educated black people. Because I remember watching this one video in the 60s and he was breaking down that black truth. But y'all... Let's stop idol worshiping. Let's stop pretending. Um, and here's a clear message I want our people to understand. Negro, you are still a Negro here in this white supremacy system. Understand who you are. It doesn't matter if you're rich. If the valuable lesson that you don't see from two opposite ends of Negro, Suge Knight and Bill Cosby, who have given, remember, given billions of dollars and because of their catalogs, will continue to give billions of dollars to the white supremacist system that we're in. If this doesn't tell you to get your shit together, and we need to start building and start separating and start doing our own. I don't know what, because you couldn't have told me as I was looking and watching at the Cosby show that the end result of Bill Cosby's legacy wouldn't be that he was one of the greatest TV shows doesn't matter black or white, greatest TV shows ever, but he will be recognized and remembered as the actor that went to jail, excuse me, prison for rape. Yeah, these people out here who are performing, they're doing just that. They're, they're performing, doing their job, and that we have to appreciate what they do for a living, appreciate the songs they sing, the roles they play, the sports they, they play, whatever it is that they do for our entertainment, and put it and put a period at the end of the sentence. These are individuals who were fighting struggles, fighting demons, fighting addictions and tendencies. They have things going on in their brain and their spirit on their heart that we do not know about. And as much as we love to say that, no, she would never. And no, that's not him. And and they're not like that. <laughs> we don't know these people. You don't know. And sometimes when they show you who they really are, it'll surprise you. Believe them. Uh, and and. Sometimes what's said about them isn't the truth, but the fact of the matter is, is that we have to live our lives for what we do and what we know and make the best decisions for us and ours and not be so hung up on what we think people are like. And if we can focus on us and, and make the right moves for us, then uh, that will help to curve the society more so than what shows up on the screen. And if we make these right moves out here in this life, you know, try to try to be good people to ourselves and the others and try to do the right thing. And always to make sure that, you know, sometimes you have to pull your homie aside or pull yourself to the mirror and make sure when it comes to doing the right thing, you also got to say something. Bill Cosby, you are the silly Negro of the week. Say something podcast. Where can folks find you online, Barry, for more riveting conversation and episodes like this? Barry Axius on Facebook, Barry Axius on Twitter and IG at Team Void member. BlackBlueprints.com with a Z. I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook. Every other social media platform, it is at J Morris CEO. It's been the Say Something Podcast. Yes, sir. And until next show, don't free Bill. We will holler at you later. <laughs>